Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! And movie goers. You are listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky. And the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> that comes back around. We promise. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Swampies. <laughs> it's not a Two Dudes. <laughs> what is it, Ben? It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> Get to the podcast. Yes. Get to the movies. <laughs> Skip the trailers. <laughs> Use the A-list. <laughs> Come with me if you want the popcorn. I will do this the whole episode. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Any episode where we get to start with ridiculous fucking impersonations, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, I've been missing this since Toy Story 4 review. <laughs> it was it was funny. I uh I was talking about this movie to Rihanna and then she was like, "Get to the chopper." And I was like, "Wrong movie, but I like the effort." Yeah, like, you're in there. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Welcome Swampies. We're back. Another episode. Yeah. Really excited to talk about this one. Oh, super excited. <laughs> so recently we've gone hunting. Yes. We are the hunter. Yes. You are the hunted. Correct. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Terminator Dark Fate. We did not want to do an episode on this. No, we didn't. We have said it like eight times on the podcast in different episodes. We're like, I would really like to avoid doing an episode on this movie. All right. You want you want to know what happened with this? Yes. Okay. I so, mean, I think I know what happened because I'm part of this. Okay. Well, you had actually told me that there was some decent buzz about this movie. Yes. I had heard the word. Mm-hmm. Bird is the word. Yeah. Before this had reached us. Early, early stuff. This was the sequel that fans have been wanting since T2 Judgment Day. Which, is that really saying much? It's not saying anything. <laughs> but you you had told me that, and I was like, oh, okay. Cool. It got me from a zero excited to like a 10 excited. Okay. But not out of 10. That's out of 100. I actually saw this when I went and saw Jane Silent Bob. Right, and this I went is your and saw. Feature. Yeah, I went and saw Jane Silent Bob first, and for whatever reason, this trailer played in the theater for Jane Silent Bob, even though this movie was already out when you saw, saw Jane, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, actually, I went and saw. I went on opening night, so I guess technically, when I saw Jane Silent Bob, Terminator hadn't played in the theater yet. 
Got you. So I guess it, it works out. It checks out. But uh, you saw Jay and Silent Bob, saw the Terminator trailer, and you're like, I'm going to s- right after this now. Well, now I saw this trailer, I'm in. Well, for real though, real talk, I didn't have my ticket yet, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, you know what? Like, I just watched T2. Like, the buzz is okay. I'm into this all of a sudden. Like, yeah, like I was I'm already like, here. Yeah, like I'm here. Like, I'm in a nice theater. Hopefully, I'm just gonna get some good action because I just watched like T2, like I said, and I saw the, like the motorcycle chase, and I was just amped up on adrenaline. Yep. I just wanted to fucking lather myself up in Babel oil and scream in the theater. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you finished. You, you got out of Jane Silent Bob reboot. You started to walk to your car, but then as you were thinking and you walked past the guy ripping tickets, you were like, you know what? I'll be back. <laughs> and you got your ticket for fucking Dark Fate, and you you were back. Yeah. I didn't actually buy my ticket until I saw the trailer for Jane Silent Bob, and I was like, I do want to see this movie tonight. Yeah. So now we're here. We're here. We yeah. weren't planning on being here, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah, there was just like a really weird snafu with movie releases. Yeah. We, we know of a lot of movies that are coming out this month that we want to see. But the way that they are laid out is bananas. Like, we really wanted to catch Jojo Rabbit. Why does every movie need to be limited? I don't know. Just fucking release it. It's not playing anywhere near us. I was surprised we got The Lighthouse. Yeah. But how do we not get Jojo? Like, I want to see it. It's nowhere near us. I think you got to drive an hour to go see it. It's playing at Garden State. Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Because then it turns a two-hour movie into a four-hour event for me. You know, between an hour driving there, seeing the movie, then an hour back home, like, fuck mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm not into that. Don't see Jojo. See my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. He ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me if you want to see a movie closer to home. <laughs> <laughs> These are all spot on Arnold's, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I really want to do this for the rest of the show. show. <laughs> There's so many quotable Arnold lines. Yeah. As as this movie beats you over the head with. They they do. But you know what's funny though? But like before Schwarzenegger was like doing like Terminator and stuff, people were like like kind of like making fun of his voice and stuff like that. And then like Terminator made him like an icon. Oh, and yeah. then like his voice that people were making fun of became cool. Like yeah. as like as a robot. Like people were like it's funny because he's like kind of stiff in his movies, and he plays a robot. And everyone's like, and "It's this like this fucking perfect. awesome, yeah, it's like perfect." Chill out, dickwad. <sighs> we can we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I was gonna start getting into more Terminator stuff, but we'll wait for it. Yeah, no, we gotta we gotta pump the brakes a little bit you on do the gotta Terminator pump the talk. But have you been, sir? Oh, I've been great. I got my new TVs. Been loving it. Been nice. catching up on my movie watching, which is good. But I found out some horrible news today. What's that? You're fucking beating me. I passed it today. It is the first time since we started our race that you have been ahead of me. Do you realize that? I anticipated you being ahead of me. Right. Because you're about to go away. Yeah. So, yeah, you crammed a whole lot, and I wasn't ready for it. You were beating me by three movies now. Yeah, but that just means that you're just going to fly by me this week now. I'm so pissed at you. I'm (laughs) going to watch five movies on my drive home, and I only live about (laughs) ten minutes away from you. (laughs) I'm going to be doing one mile per hour. I'm going to get pulled over. And while I'm giving the officer my information, I'm going to be watching some dog shit Netflix movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's little now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, I got little on deck. I got shaft on deck. But yeah, man, screw you. Screw you deeply. I'm sorry. I thought I was just doing what I was supposed to do. No, 
It's not what you're supposed to do. Oh, sorry. Buddy. I only have uh, I only have a few more days left of unemployment. So, wait, did you get you start a job? Yeah, worked in get? the warehouse, bruh. Where? Chester. Where? Right down the road. I don't want to say the name of the company, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna warehouse job. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like, I don't want to say the name of the company. In my head, I'm like. We literally said the name of a movie that we saw where we were legally bound by a contract not to say. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're getting soft on me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I got to protect my uh, interests. Okay. Yeah, no, one of the uh, one of the warehouses down the road from where we are right now happened to dabble in refrigerated food goods and stuff. Was that one of the ones that you've been going on interviews for, or, or did that just fall into your lap recently? That just kind of fell into my lap recently, but you know what? It is full-time, full benefits, good pay, and I only have to work four days a week because they're longer days. Nice. Which I've always said I wanted to do. I'm like, I actually fuck, like I'm already doing eight hours a day. Why don't I just do 10 hours a day, and then I can have an extra day off? There was one summer when I was working retail, and I got to work in the stock room. Like, this is a really long time ago, but I was allowed to make my own hours. I just couldn't go over 36 hours at that company. Yeah. So I'd work three 12-hour days. And then I'd be off four days of the week. It was awesome. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah. I, that's what I mean. Like, I don't care about doing a long day. I'm already there. I may as well just keep trucking. Mm-hmm. And they're super easy hours. It's like six to four. Yeah. It's fucking great. Like, six to four is actually awesome. Right? I'm thinking about, yeah. Cause I don't mind waking up early. It's fucking easy. When like, I, um, get another, up and go. <laughs> I'm talking about all, all my past retail experience. When I worked at uh, Adidas, I worked the morning shift. My my hours were from four to one, I think is what it was. Yeah. But uh, I'd get out at one. And at that point, you're already awake. Yeah. So like, I know a lot of people be like, oh, you get up at four. Like, I'd be going back to bed. And I'm like, no, like, I get out at one. And literally, I'd always just go to the movies right away. Because like, yeah. usually like my brothers would be in like school or something like that. Or my, you know, people are busy at that time. So I'm like, I'll go to the movies. I'll come back. Everyone will be home. Then I'll hang out for the rest of the night. Like, yeah, it works out great. Yeah. Getting out early is nice. Yeah, dude, love it. So I'm, uh, I'm stoked. I'm gonna start that shit next week. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy for me too. Government was about to stop paying me, so <laughs> it was time to settle down. I rode the wave as long as I could. Sucked on that. Ride teeth. the wave. <laughs> <laughs> Hang ten, bro. I'm throwing up the horns. Get some of that government cheese. <laughs> Hang ten, cheese. Yeah, baby. What? What is this? I don't know. We have I'm like riding the waves. You know what? Ride the wave. Ride the wave. <laughs> Taking that government cheddar. <laughs> Speaking of cheddar, you have the nacho grande. <laughs> at the movies. We are at the movies. With you the large popcorn bucket. You, you the Swedish, Swedish fish. <laughs> do not like Swedish fish. How many people do you think have shut the episode off by now? All of them. This is just for us. Listen to me. We're going to go to a place. I need you to come with me if you want to know what movies are coming out soon. What's the name of the place? Well, the name of the place is a little place that I like to call the trailer park. <laughs> That's got to be the best one yet. <laughs> yeah. It's like the quickest ramp up. It came out of nowhere, just out of left field. I like that, though. Yeah, man. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get to it. I ain't going to do it all episode, baby. But yeah, you know what, Colin? I'm going to ask you, what movie are we doing in the trailer park? We're doing 
21 bridges. Yes, because there are bridges in Terminator. Now, I've been wanting to do this trailer in the trailer park for a while now. So which trailer should we do then? Should we do the one that came out six days ago that's shorter? Or should we do the first trailer that is two and a half minutes long? Let's go with shorter. Shorter. Yeah, okay. it's the it's the newest trailer, right? Yeah, this one came out like a week ago. This is probably like the TV spot one then, because 21 Bridges is coming out real soon. Yeah, it comes out in two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah, maybe, well, two weeks by the time this episode drops. Yeah. Three weeks from when we're recording it. So yeah, this trailer is probably more of like a TV spot. It might not give us as much of the story, but the trailer's also been out for longer. It's coming out sooner, so we don't need to give you a whole two and a half minute trailer park. I'm fine with a minute. Yeah. Easier yeah. to edit. <laughs> we're trying to save ourselves here yeah i think you're more excited for this movie than i am i am dude like you got the russo brothers at the helm and then chadwick boseman as the lead like what more do you want i don't know man i'm just not like the i'm not a big action movie dude yeah that's true but don't you think that the and russos I'm not, have I'm shown that they're more either. than just yeah like i don't like cop movies they don't, they don't do it for me i think the russo brothers have done enough to show that they can do more than just action movies because the Marvel movies are more than just action movies. They have like real story and they have like real heart in them. But I don't think the Russos are the director on this. I thought they were. No, that they're producers on it. They're oh, hit, really? Yeah, they're hitting you with that shit. Damn it. That has been a running thing this year. People need to stop doing that. I mean, obviously they do it because it tricks people because it just worked on me. <laughs> And who's directing this? Brian Kirk is directing it. Oh, Kirk. <laughs> Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> He's mainly got a TV background. He's done wow. like yeah, scattered episodes here Fuckers. and there of like, like Dexter, the Boardwalk Empire, Game of Thrones. Okay, those are actually like yeah, well-renowned shows though. Yeah. So when I say it's not like you were like, he did psych. <laughs> well, he did. Oh, really? No. Oh. But uh <laughs> They are it's scattered though because I think Dexter was one episode and I think Boardwalk Empire was one and Game of Thrones I think was three episodes. Oh okay. So it's yeah they're scattered but still fairly those, inexperienced. Those are big shows to work on though at least. Right. So so it's hard to really gauge how well he will be at kind of taking taking over on this. But yeah. So that I mean again I hate when they do that too. It's like oh from the Russo brothers comes. And another MCU guy they did it to with Brightburn with James Gunn, and he was not the director. When this movie came out, that's when I realized, do your research before you go see a movie because you're going to get duped. Yeah. Because I got duped when that movie Nine came out and it had Tim Burton's name all over it, and then he was a producer. Yeah, Yeah, and it looks like it could be a Tim Burton movie in the way that it's kind of styled, but nope, not at all. Nope, not at all. But yeah, for me, like this isn't up my alley because I already don't like cop movies. And I'm not a big action movie guy. I don't have enough here with the exception of J.K. Simmons and Chadwick Boseman to yeah. make me really be like, this is going to be good. Well, I was excited, and now I learned a hard truth. Uh, it's, it's not the Russo brothers. Let's dissect this trailer, though. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. If you do wrong, be afraid. Two shooters. They have training. For he does not bear the sword in vain. He carries out wrath. It's not a true story. Just kidding. It's literally impossible to shut down all of the bridges and fucking tunnels in New York. Manhattan. 
Now what's interesting is it is an action movie. I've been seeing trailers for this for a long time. I would have almost expected this to come out sooner in the year. That's one of, one thing that I think might be good for it, or in its favor, yeah. is that it seems like they're releasing it. It seems like they've had it for a while and they're releasing it at a time when you would normally release movies. Yeah, so there might they might know something we don't. This might be they might have faith in it. Yeah, which again. You know, why not? Like, Chadwick Boseman hasn't done a ton of films yet, but he has name recognition and notoriety. And it looks like this is it's definitely different from Black Panther. Oh, yeah. One thing I will say that I think it does have going for him, I actually really like a lot of the shots in this trailer. Yeah. You're getting some really cool tracking shots, a lot of it with like the bridges and like the cop cars, or like there's one with a boat on like the water. Yeah. The stuff with the city doesn't look stock footage because that's one thing with like city movies. Even oh, the yeah. first John Wick, you have a lot of stock footage shots in that. A lot of this looks like they went out and actually filmed it and put everything in frame. I don't know how CG heavy this is going to be, which I think might be cool. Right. Because we're going to get into that with really Terminator. Need. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Because with a movie like this where you don't have like larger than life characters like that. Like what CG do you really need? I think a lot of the CG would probably just be like blood and gunshots. Probably. Like yeah. That's about it. Like mm -hmm. Maybe the helicopter flying by if there wasn't actually a helicopter, but like, cause that does look a little bit. It might, that might be CG. Yeah. I haven't seen anything in this trailer that makes it be like, ah, pfft, it looks kind of dumb or like, the dialogue, like, none of it really seems too, like, cliche and douchey, which is oftentimes found throughout, like, action movies. Like, I think it's going to try to present something different from other action movies, and I like that it's it's an original story. Yeah, I like that. I like also, again, we're probably going to come back to this too, but I like that this looks more grounded, yeah. like, that this could actually happen. That alone just, like, heightens the intensity of the movie. Right. When you start getting stuff that's way far fetched, that's when you it loses at least me personally, I'm like, okay, this is No, that, for sure. Know? It loses its credibility. You know? Yeah. I feel a lot of action movies is, you know, you want the action sequences to feel like visceral and like you want to feel in the shit with the characters. Yeah, for sure. When you get into these like just over the top like theme park ride esque craziness. Okay, Scorsese. <laughs> Oh, Scorsese. I thought about something with Scorsese, though, the other day. Oh, yeah? Oh, no, it wasn't Scorsese. It was James Cameron, which we're going to talk about. Okay, good. Yeah. So it's on brand. Yeah. But it was with the theme, because James Cameron also does like these Marvel movies, the same thing. Yeah. But when you get into these movies that are like, you know, way over the top, you start losing all of the, the threat in the moment, because right. you can just tell, like, oh, this is just some made up 3D It's like you're watching ride. a video game. Yeah. Yeah. This could be good. For me, there's nothing right now that makes me believe like this is something that I'm going to really enjoy that much. Yeah. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it's a lot of it's going to come down to the writing, which, you know, you're not going to know until you see it. If the story's smart and there's some really cool twists and turns and the dialogue's crisp, I might really enjoy this. Yeah. But just on the surface with the people that are involved, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to like it because it just looks like a cop action movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah, I'm less excited now that I... Because I, I thought, man, their trailers worked. They tricked me. Fucking tricksters in Hollywood. Yeah. Could have sworn it was the Russo brothers. I mean, I guess they are connected in a way. So hopefully they have like a like a touch on it that shines through. And 
they are not just putting their name on a piece of crap. Like I, I would hope that they're conscious enough to take care of what they put their name on. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. Same thing with Chadwick Boseman. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the they at least had like their hand in the action a little bit because some of the action that was happening in like Endgame in particular, I remember being like, whoa, like yeah. this is really cool. In particular, that that sequence with Hawkeye when he's the the Ronin. Yeah, I remember Incredible. that. Being, yeah, I remember that being like man this is really good like they're they're really coming a long way so if they were at least able to like give some input and some tips on how to choreograph an action sequence there could be some really awesome things in this yeah but for sure. who knows how how much they were involved that's the, that's the problem you always get when it's a producer yeah and they're marketing the shit out of the producer of the movie yeah so do you have anything else on this i don't let's I will, get out of here i said it before i am excited for jk simmons i really yeah. like him in movies so yeah, he's great whiplash yeah, yeah. All right. Far from home. Far from home. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we need to get to the movies. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, Sky. I need a beer for this. Yeah, I know. You brought you brought in. Do you some want breweries. a beer? Yeah, you let me get one. <laughs> All right. I think this is the second or third time we've drank on the podcast. What was the first time? Was it Holmes and Watson? <laughs> I think so. It better have been. Um, I think we did it on the duties and there might've been one where we were low key drinking on the podcast. Not cause it was bad, but just cause it's just like, I got beer here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to you. there. I hope that came through. I hope so. Now this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So this movie for me is going to be hard for me to grade. Got you. And let me know what you think. I think this movie as an action movie on its own, is a fine movie. Yeah. I think this movie, as a Terminator movie, Buns. is the worst thing I've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's really tough. It is really tough. Because as we were saying before, people were talking about, and I say people, I mean like critics, like early reviews were saying, Best sequel since T2, which is literally saying nothing because Rise of the Machines was buns. Fucking Genesis and Salvation were extra buns. I saw people saying, though, like, this is the sequel you always wanted. Yeah. Nobody wanted this. Yeah, no, this is not the sequel I wanted. I think what's especially confusing about what was done with this movie is you brought back Linda Hamilton, Mm -hmm. who this is the first time she's been in a Terminator movie since Judgment Day. She didn't come back in on any of the other sequels. And then you have Arnold Schwarzenegger like fully reprising because like they did a CG version of him in Salvation. I didn't see Genesis, but I think he was in that. Uh Genesis is the one with the CG version. Salvation is the opposite is the one that he's not in, right? No, no, no. Salvation's the one with Christian Bale. That one he's CG because he was currently the governor of California when they were filming that. And part of him being like governor, like he couldn't be in movies during his term. Oh, really? Yeah. So it has some some sort of legal thing to do with like you can't take jobs outside of like your governing office. Like, oh, okay. So because I was, I know that he's in it and also in it as a young version of himself in Genesis. Okay, so I think I think there's there's either he's a CGI version or he is in it and they de-age. I don't really know. I didn't see Genesis. Yeah, I actually haven't seen Salvation. So okay. he could be in it, but I, I know that he is in Genesis. Okay. So, But yeah, like, I mean, you got, you got Linda Hamilton back with Arnold. Arnold being full on 
in the movie now, which is kind of new to have him back in on the franchise. And then you have James Cameron as a producer. Here we go again talking about... Well, he's actually a writer on this. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to have another drink. I... <laughs> I again, I don't know. I said this today at work. I don't know if he's if he was really in the writer room because there's like eight writers on this movie. Yeah, it might be a thing it where might... it's like he created Terminator, so he gets a writing cred. Well, it's weird because in the in the writing credits, he's listed twice, and one is because they're using his credits, and the other one is because he worked on the story. Oh wow, okay, interesting. So, so it's kind of like story by James Cameron, or yeah, at least like created. Based on characters created by James Cameron, also writing James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, it's it says story by James Cameron with five other people, and then it says like James Cameron characters based on yeah. yeah. So like, <sighs> wow, he took double credit for this. That's that's the that's the most painful thing for me is he if he really was involved heavily in the writing process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then does that go back to because I also read things about him and the director kind of butting heads on certain elements of the movie, especially when it came to like the time travel stuff like that. Have you seen that? I haven't seen that, but I mean like the time travel aspect of like more than half of these movies is fucked. Oh so, yeah. Like, it's all over the place. I mean, I don't know why that's an issue all of a sudden now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Tim Miller's the director on this. Uh, he was right. the director on Deadpool. On the writing side of this, you have James Cameron, you have Charles H. I think it's Eggly is how you pronounce his last name, but okay. he is mainly TV, uh, Walking Dead, Dexter, NYPD Blue, Josh Friedman. He worked on War of the Worlds and the Sarah uh, Connor Chronicles, that TV show. Oh yeah, so he that. has familiarity with the Transformers. I'm not Transformers Terminator <laughs> franchise. What's the difference at this point? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, he's also a writer on Avatar Two. Oh God. David S. Goyer, though, he worked on the Blade trilogy. He worked on Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, he wrote on Batman v. Superman. Oh. And then Justin Rhodes. I don't, I'm not unfamiliar with basically all of his stuff, but he worked on a movie called Contract Killers. But yeah, there's there's one, two, three, four, five writers on the story alone. Yeah. But yeah, James Cameron is listed as a writer on this story. Interesting. Yeah. But that, man, that... I still I can't wrap my head around it, and I guess I might just have to spill the beans early on in this, just so I can explain why I'm so like down on it. Okay. Because honestly, like I said, if you're going at this movie from an action movie standpoint and just an action movie, I think this movie is actually pretty decent. Yeah, it's fine. Like it, I'd say it's less offensive than a lot of other action movies I've seen this year. Mm -hmm. You do have some interesting like set pieces that I think are very original, and I think that. Arnold has some input on like what he wants to do in these movies because like they've him and Sylvester Stallone have had like a long standing feud that they've both talked about like in interviews like on like late night shows and stuff like that where it's just like one finds out it's like wait you're doing this movie fine I'm gonna do this movie and I'm gonna have bigger guns and then <laughs> and then Arnold I uh, saw him in an interview recently. And he's talking about, like, it got to a point where I'm literally carrying a gun that would be mounted to a helicopter in a movie <laughs> just because we are constantly trying to one-up each other. Like, he's like, every time, like, we get together for dinner, it's like, I've been in more blockbusters than you, or my, my movie made more money than this movie that you did. He's like, well, I killed more people in this movie than you killed in that movie. And, like, they're just, they're just, like... So are they, they're friends? Yeah, they're friends. Okay. It's, like, friendly competition, so... Okay. 
Now, we've had Rambo the same year. Yeah. And now we have this. I'm throwing it down. Arnold Schwarzenegger's better than Sylvester Stallone. And I love the Rocky movies. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that. I love the Rocky movies, too. I think as a career, I think I like Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies better. Yeah. But also, I think outside of their movies, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger's a much more charismatic and like personable fella. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, I, too. I, just, I think he's just more likable. I've been watching these interviews with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm just like, he's fucking cool. But anytime I see Sly Stallone, I'm just like... I don't like you. I'm throwing it down right now. Take any of Sylvester Stallone's movies. I guess the best one being Rocky. Yeah. And you put that head against Jingle All the Way. Yeah. You know which one's winning. Fuck yeah. You got to get that Turbo Man. Turbo Man. (laughs) I need a Turbo Man doll. (laughs) But for real though, I mean, I love Rocky. Rocky's amazing. But I think I like T2 and Terminator more than Rocky. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I fully agree. And that, that almost breaks my heart to say because, you know, like I love the Rocky movies, but I mean, Terminator and T2 are like fucking incredible. I've said this a bunch of times. I fully believe that T2 is one of the greatest action movies ever made. Yes. And it's easily one of the greatest sequels ever made. Yeah. How many franchises can you think of where the second movie is the best movie in the franchise? Mm-hmm. Almost unanimously among fans like that's one there's like people are ranking it it's like all right t2's number one then terminator like yeah that's like unheard of that your sequel actually outshines your original Mm -hmm. but still like the impact of the first one is so undeniable yeah it's it's actually it's cool because like i said at the beginning of this episode terminator made arnold schwarzenegger a star like that's yeah that's that's the movie that really like put him out there like man this this guy's going to be huge. I mean, he was huge. He's a fucking bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the pump. But the guy... Get my pump on. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. It's like, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> that you know that movie put him on the map. T2, though, put everyone involved on the map, really. Like, yeah. from top to bottom. Because even like from a storytelling standpoint, it was amazing. From an action standpoint, the action sequences were probably like the most visceral and like intense action sequences ever made and and the yeah it was violent but the cgi that they like made with uh the the um t-1000 was like a game changer yeah and it still doesn't look terrible now going back and looking at it we we had it on before we were recording tonight yeah and yeah i mean that movie is still a good looking movie a lot of it has to do and this is going to come around a lot of it has to do with it being practical effects and everything being like real yeah they actually made a liquid metal robot exactly (laughs) (laughs) but actually like if you're watching it like when he's getting shot and like his chest has like the bullet holes it looks so cool yeah but that's that's practical effects yeah that's not that's not real i mean i mean that's not a cgi like the cgi stuff is when he's actually like full liquid man and like stuff like that but they use like all the car chases are real cars when the cars are blowing up and the trucks and stuff like that crash they're all real Like and it makes the movement look natural, mm-hmm. and they don't have anything like now in Dark Fate. You've got the Rev Nine, which is the new model Terminator that gets sent back, which honestly just sounds like a new Mazda. It really does. The Mazda Rev, Rev Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like jumping around, and it's like, oh, like dude. it's like flying up in the air, and it, it looks, looks so Rubberman like bullshit. Yeah, it really does. It looks like a video game. Like mm-hmm. it looks like a cutscene from a fucking video game. On PlayStation 2. Yeah. Like, Final Fantasy X, when it first came out, had better graphics than this. 
<laughs> kind of, yeah. This is what I was going to say. You know how uh, James Cameron shits all over the Marvel movies and he says that they're like, they're just like theme park rides. I think the actual theme park ride was from Scorsese, like that line. Yeah. But he said basically the same thing. They're not real cinema and stuff like that. I don't think Cameron said that because Cameron gave him props when they beat Avatar. Finally, when Endgame beat Avatar. James Cameron said basically that he maybe like a year ago. He basically said he hopes everyone's over like the Marvel fad because he's doing Avatar two and three and he wants like his movie to do well. And, every, and he basically was like, everyone needs to get off the, the Marvel train. Oh, well, fuck him anyways, because Avatar is one of my least favorite movies of all time. I mean, like I was just going to say, like, I'm watching this movie, though, and all these action set pieces and stuff. I'm like, how can you shit on a Marvel movie? Yeah, because this is like a lot of the action set pieces and just in terms of the way they look. This is like. Same thing. same thing yeah yeah i mean same thing i would say it's worse but yeah it's you know they're doing the exact but they're same doing thing. Like, over the top action cgi craziness and it, it's lit- they literally fight on every kind of terrain in this movie yeah they fight in the air yeah <laughs> yeah exactly fighting on an airplane you're fighting underwater you're doing this uh, you're everywhere like we we jumped ahead a little bit let me finish the cast i guess because we only talked about linda linda hamilton and arnold, arnold schwarzenegger arnold arnold schwarzenegger Mackenzie Davis, she's playing Grace. She is a human sent back from the future, but, but she's, she's enhanced. A, yeah, yeah, enhanced human. That's is that similar similar to Terminator? Is he just a human or is he an enhanced human? I think he's just a human. Terminator? Yeah, the first Terminator. He's just a regular. The guy human, who's right? sent back is just a human. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the, it's they're playing a little bit on that, but now he's she should have just been a Terminator. I'm just gonna say that she's not a Terminator, but he, I think they thought that they were trying to make it different but it is it's the same it's the same thing t2 she's actually an actress that she's she's doing really well right now she's in a lot of cool stuff she looked familiar but i couldn't place where i've seen her she was in tully last year with um charlize theron Mm -hmm. and then she was in blade runner 2049 yes okay yeah Yeah, i knew i seen something yeah and then 2015 i think that's the year it came out she was in the martian okay natalia reyes she plays danny she was in birds of passage and running with the devil Gabriel Luna, he's the Rev Nine. He is actually Ghost Rider in the Agents of Shield show. Oh, really? Yeah. And then uh, we got Edward Furlong back as John Connor. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Boy, howdy, was he worth ringing up for this? It's funny because that was like that was like word on the street was people were like Edward Furlong is back, baby. Yeah. And um, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, here we go. Let's jump right in. All right. I so, s- heavy spoilers, I, he- obviously. This is, this is a heavy spoiler, and I swear, after I make this point, we can get into more of the actual movie, and there will be more positives, but I have to get through this because it drove me absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Within the first five minutes of this movie, they show a de-aged Edward Furlong as John Connor. Uh, and a de-aged everybody. Yeah, yeah. but they show, they show him de-aged, so it's shortly after the events of T2, yeah. where, you know, he needed to live so the Resistance would live on. So they could defeat Skynet, all of that. Yeah. And a T-800 walks out of the water and blasts him in the face with a shotgun and kills him. Yeah. So one of the greatest action movies of all time is now pointless. Yep. Who decided that was a good idea? <laughs> James Cameron. That That's... It made me so... Well, actually, my reaction in the theater was, what the fuck? I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, yeah. that's so dumb. And then I was like, hold back your, your, your anger... Real quick. And I was like, because you haven't seen Salvation. You haven't watched the show. Like, I was like, maybe maybe this has been explained already. And you don't know the you timeline. Missed it. No, you haven't. So, you haven't missed it. Yeah. Because Salvation, Christian Bale 
I might be wrong. Do not murder me. I only saw it when it first came out, and I was like, fuck this. I'm pretty sure Christian Bale plays John Connor. I know John Connor is in the future in that movie, so you see him as an adult. I just don't remember if Christian Bale is John Connor or if he's somebody else. He is. He is, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so then the answer is no. But this movie retcons everything. This Literally movie, everything. It, it retcons three through five. Yeah. Three, Rise of the Machines, Salvation, and Genesis. This movie They're erases. They're all gone now. And in a sense, it also erases T2. Kind of because it, it doesn't yeah. mean anything anymore, right? So, but here's here's the thing: they prevent Judgment Day because John Connor survived. Mm-hmm. But then, if he is so, so then he dies. So then, Judgment Day should still happen. Yeah, wouldn't that mean? But now, I guess, I guess the argument is: well, it was less about stopping his death and more about like because the T eight hundred brings down the T one thousand with him, but also that that arm mm-hmm. that was at Skynet. Yeah. So I guess that one thing, like you're telling me the company wouldn't have just been like, oh shit, somebody stole this. Let's make another one. (laughs) Wouldn't killing him then still mean that there's nobody to start the resistance? And the The whole thing is convoluted and confusing. I will say that, I mean, as much as everyone loves Terminator, there is a time paradox in that movie alone because John Connor is born out of the child that comes with the the human that comes back from the future. So like, how does that work out? That's why I'm saying, like, if James Cameron had a problem with the timeline, it's like, your timeline didn't make sense from the first movie, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's kind of always been a thing, too, about the the first Terminator movie and even T2. And I kind of respect them for this, is that they're like, yes, there's time travel. No, we're not going to bog you down with the how. Like, we're not going to... Because the only way to do that is really a fuck ton of exposition. Yeah. And and science jargon like garbage yeah. to try and explain away time travel. So, time travel usually gets all kinds of messed up. Well, there's too. also yeah, there's a reason that it's all hypothetical and at this point not fucking possible and it's because there are so many contradictions to the science mm-hmm. that just doesn't seem like it's ever going to really make sense. Yeah. Until that we live in a world where there actually is time travel and we go, well, no, that's bullshit because I just time traveled last week and this is how that worked. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like I do kind of respect their choice to stay away from explaining the science of it and the timeline, but it does, it does beg the question when you are trying to retcon three other movies, how you have to delicately maneuver that because it's like we're saying that by doing this movie we're erasing the events of these three movies but also we erase the circum the the consequences of another movie while creating new consequences to that result the whole thing's fucking confusing yeah but i mean like i'm all for them retconning three four and five because none of them are good yeah because who cares it's just the fact that like T2 is so beloved and I think most people would be like yeah Terminator 2 is a masterpiece like that's yeah. that's one of the greatest action movies ever made why would you make now so now every single time that I watch Terminator 2 when it ends I'm gonna be like well it doesn't fucking matter because now he's just gonna get shot in the face in two seconds by another yeah, T-800 a week later yeah like yeah. none of it matters anymore yeah and then that's another thing too because they're just like oh they sent back more than one mm-hmm 
Or were they that whole time? <laughs> they're just or, waiting for the other ones to fail, and then if they su- the other ones succeeded, they're like, all right, well, I'm going to go home. Also, like, how does Skynet work now if it's sending more and more back? Is it like, it just arbitrarily is like, I think I'll just send another one back today. Just in case? Yeah, like, like, or why wouldn't it just send a bunch out at the same time to sec- like be like, guaranteed, now he's going to die because one Terminator on the good guy's side is not going to take out eight of my T-1000. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, it just makes it, like, it's it's so stupid. You you could have made a good sequel without doing that. Yeah. You didn't need John you didn't need John Connor in this movie. Yeah. And and but you could have had him live. <laughs> like it would have been hard to have John Connor as a living person in the world, but you don't see him, but you do see Linda Hamilton. Well, then maybe you bring back John Connor as well. Like I don't know if I don't know why he had to die. That's just the only thing. It's just it makes no sense. And then I also say this, like, if you replace John Connor with this new actress, mm-hmm. what's the difference? Same fucking thing. Yeah. And then what's the point? Yeah. Okay. Because right. yeah. Because because this <laughs> I'll mo- take another drink. Okay. Because this movie's plot is the same exact thing as T two. Yeah, exactly. Like I think people were trying to go with like, we're really gonna pay respect to like the old movies by doing something very true to the source material. But you shat all over two, and then you just remade it. Like, yeah. like this is such a cash grab. Oh, like, for sure. It's <laughs> so 100% bad. what it is, which is funny because, spoiler alert, it's not grabbing that much cash. No, it's not. I'm glad it's not after watching. I'm like, God damn, this thing yeah. is a piece of shit. Yeah, I feel bad supporting it. But but yeah, that that is the thing. They're, it almost feels like they were just kind of like, you like two? Fuck two. We're going to redo two. This is the new two. Mm-hmm. And now this is where we're going to take the franchise from. Like it, from here on out, this is what it is. So yeah. now this new girl is essentially John, John Connor. Connor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was coming as soon as it like when they were like, oh, I'm sent back to protect you. Uh, and then like Linda Hamilton's like, because even in the trailer, they do that thing. It's like, why do you care about her? And Linda Hamilton's like, because I was her. Mm-hmm. Even in the trailer and then like coming into this movie when it's like, I sent back to protect you. I'm like, oh, they're going to do some some stupid thing. I mean, it's not stupid. I understand why they did it. And I do appreciate them creating more strong female characters. Because mm-hmm. we've said from the get-go, like, hating how, like, ham-fisted it is in some other recent movies where they're like, I'm strong even though I'm a girl. And we always use Linda Hamilton in Terminator as an example yeah. and Sigourney Weaver in Alien. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I could appreciate them doing that. That is That is one of my pluses in this movie. Yeah. But doesn't it kind of feel like so telegraphed that it's like oh they're gonna make it be like no it's not that she's gonna give birth to a man that saves the world she is the one who saves the world because women can do it too like i feel like it is a little bit more on the nose than the terminator franchise has done in the past whereas before it has always been just like no fuck you linda hamilton's a fucking badass sarah connor is not to be fucked with and now it's just like, look at this weak, defenseless girl. And it's like, no, 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 no. But later she becomes really strong. I guess to a point that didn't bother me. I actually, one of my pros to the movie is that I felt like it was in line with the other Terminator movies where the women didn't feel like they were. Well, I'll say it, Grace was very, yeah, very much a good, strong character. Mackenzie Davis is badass in this. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And also like 
man, she's jacked. Like she is, yeah, she's dude. really ripped. The parts in this movie that demand physicality from her, she owns them all. Yeah, like, I thought she was really good in them. And obviously, yeah, Linda Hamilton is a badass again. Like I read people being like, "Oh, this movie's like feminism." Like, like uh, it has a feminist that. agenda. I didn't, I didn't get that. any of that either. Because like, if you like Terminator, especially the ones that are good that you should like, that's part of them. Arnold Schwarzenegger, everyone focuses on because he's the the Terminator he's and he's the, the badass. Terminator, but like. Yeah. Terminator has always been the story of Sarah Connor. And yeah. Sarah Connor is one of the biggest badasses in cinema history. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they brought in a primarily female-led cast didn't seem off to me because that's what the standard has been. Maybe not, like, the primarily female-led cast, but badass women has been a standard in these movies. For so, sure. But that's why I think that the Danny character feels out of place against that. And maybe they were using that as, like, a way to show... It was, like, a red herring. Yeah, like I think, but that's what I mean. I think it was too on the nose. Like I think I could see, I could see through what they were trying to veil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think when they come back immediately and they're like, "I'm here to protect you," your first question in your head is why, and then they don't answer it, and then you have to think why could this be, and it's probably like your first guess as to why. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like, yeah, I will agree with that. I think they try to play it off like it's a big reveal at the uh, towards the end. Yeah, they they do. They and, like they think they pulled one over on you or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's just like yeah, no duh. Yeah, no, so. no, I, I'll agree. With, I'll agree with that. The whole like strong female characters thing though, like for me, like that just felt part of the course, and I didn't feel like they brought attention to it. I thought they did a good job of just being like, yeah, like this is how it is. Yeah. So I, I actually, that's one of the things I thought they did a good job with in this movie. If you are a Terminator fan, I think you will hate this movie. I do, yeah. I I do think that at a certain point I had to start writing down notes not based on my fandom of Terminator and Judgment Day. I had to just write it as like, okay, stop looking at this as a Terminator movie, look at it as a movie. Well, yeah, that that's the only way I think you can grade it and give it a fair review. <laughs> yeah, cuz like like you said like right out the gate, like in terms of action movies and especially action movies we've gotten in recent years, like it's not the worst. No, it's, it's really, really not, not bad. I enjoyed some of the set pieces mm-hmm. that we got. I think some of the the fight scenes could have been great. I am not a fan of the sped up CGI, like this weird, like smooth, glossy looking people. And yeah, like I, I'm so tired of seeing that. I hated it when I saw it in Gemini, man. Like you were saying earlier, it's just so unnatural looking and it's ridiculous how like, how can we not make good action movies? Like how do people making these movies not see that that doesn't look good? Because when you have a year when you're making, because Hobbs and Shaw did it too with that awful Idris Elba CGI motorcycle thing. Yeah. And it just looks crappy and unnatural and it looks fake. Mm-hmm. Gemini Man, same thing. Fucking this movie, same thing. But then earlier this year, you have a movie like John Wick where granted not everybody can be Keanu Reeves, who's a fucking action legend, but how do you not see what makes that movie great and what makes these other movies crap and be like, you know what? Maybe we can't do it to the extent of a John Wick, but let's try. Let's try to make this look as natural and real as we can. And then if there is something that is based on this character, based on the story, is so outside the realm of possibility that we can do practical, that's where you use CGI. But I feel like these movies nowadays are just like, we got to use as much of this fucking CGI as we can. 
because that makes it feel big and that makes it feel, you know, flashy for the audience. You're you're hitting on something. I think it, one of the things with like sequels that all sequels for the most part fall into is that they feel the need to go bigger and badder and crazier. Yeah. That is almost a problem in the movie itself where the first few action set pieces in this movie I actually really liked. Like the first one where it starts in that like plant and then moves its yeah, way it to really like cool. the truck. I really liked all that. Yeah. That felt pretty true kind of to to T2 because I was like in the theater, I was like, oh man, like this is taking me back a little bit to like the motorcycle truck chase from the second one like this is cool all of that i loved actually that action sequence was actually winning me back a little bit from them blowing john connor's head off in the first five minutes of this movie yeah but then like when you get to like because there's a lot of action set pieces in this movie when you get to like the fifth one and they're like flying off of a plane in a truck and they're hanging on to the hoover dam in a in a truck and then they're scuba like yeah i lost all interest i was like this is cgi nonsense bullshit yeah that got a little bit they got carried away it lost all stakes for me because after that when when you see your characters fall from a burning airplane also like when you see your characters fall from a burning airplane and you you're fine and you land in the water and you survive all this shit you've lost all your stakes in the movie yeah, like where else do you go? Okay, from there? all all of your characters now are Terminators apparently because no one can die. Yeah, I mean you've watched this one Terminator die like fifty times already in this movie. So That's like, true. But uh, yeah, like nobody can die in this movie apparently. So like, why am I really gonna give a shit? Because I know everyone's gonna be fine. And then like, if you watch like Terminator One and Terminator Two, like even though it's about like robots being sent from the future, the action set pieces are still grounded in reality. Yeah, the car chases feel real. They use all real cars, but it's like if something happens in that where like the car would flip, the car flips. And like right. if someone's going to get hit by the car and get destroyed or it's going to blow up, they're going to die. There's nothing in those movies that's on the level where it's like, okay, now they're going to go in this plane and they're going to skydive on a, on a fucking truck and then right. land on that's a shark's where it back. That's Fast and Furious yeah, territory. It's, it's becoming so goofy with it. And people kind of forget that Terminator was almost a horror movie. Yeah, like, dude, yeah. it really was like... It it had like a you know we recently did the bonus episode for Halloween and it had like a almost Michael Myers presence of this this persisting fucking thing and it's only set on killing and you can't stop it you just have to run until you know you maybe have like a final showdown but it's just like there's that feeling of just impending doom and what can I do to survive this and you almost feel like the answer is fucking nothing I think yeah. Yeah, no, dude, I really want to rewatch the first Terminator. I might watch Terminator when I go home tonight. I, I actually, I was thinking of watching the first, because I watched T2 recently. I think I'm yeah. going to watch the first one in the next couple of days. I think uh, the first Terminator I have less of a recollection of than T2, because T2, I mean, they both have a lot of really iconic lines and moments in it, but I think especially like Judgment Day has mm-hmm. some of like the the most like iconic action, one set piece scenes, lines of just any action mm-hmm. movie it's it's got to be like number one yeah there's i mean so many of them like there's the one where they're in the um like that facility and they're shooting all like the gas grenades through like the window and stuff yeah. like that oh dude and then that's like such, the that part with the, the one guy insane. gets shot though and he's got the the lever or whatever and he's basically yeah. like i can't hold this and it's like you see the breaths ticking down out of his body and then the building blows up like yeah all of that stuff is so awesome and it could actually happen like it's all real Nothing in this movie feels real, with the exception of maybe like one set piece. It's all a video game. Yeah. Yeah. 
this movie doesn't do a lot of the things that a bullshit action movie would do. Like things that I hate in action movies, it's not even so much the CGI stuff. Like, yeah, I would prefer it to not be like that because it loses all stakes for me and I just become disinterested. But like yeah. the one thing I absolutely hate are like really douchey lines and I hate like a story that makes no sense. I feel like the story in this actually is pretty cohesive. Well, it's easy when you're stealing one of the greatest action movies of all time and just doing it again. It is. It is easy. Yeah. But at least like this one, none of it felt like I can't even follow this. It's so like convoluted. And I didn't feel like any of the dialogue was really over the top bullshit. Um, maybe there's maybe there's poor acting. I had some lines that were pretty cringy that I didn't like. <laughs> Which one? Do you have any that you wrote down? Yes. Okay. What, what was? They're one? really easy to remember. Okay. Because I didn't like when Sarah Connor says, "I'll be back." Oh, but that was in the trailer. You knew that was coming. I knew, but I I don't like it. And I also didn't like when later on our T eight hundred, our friendly T eight hundred, is telling them like he sent his family away. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, What did you tell them? And there's like I told him that this day would come and I told him that one day my past would catch up to me and I want to be back. Oh <laughs> I was I'm like, fuck, like we get it. We're watching a Terminator movie. Stop saying the fucking lines from the first one. Like I I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Again if this wasn't a Terminator movie, the dialogue probably wouldn't be as on the nose, obviously. Cause it's right. Yeah. You just hit on something. You actually hit on two things I wanted to get to again, as opposed to other action movies. I think in other action movies, there's a lot of really bad comedic relief. There are actually some very funny lines in this movie. Yeah. I did laugh. Yeah. Not like, you know, belly laugh or anything, but I was just kind of like, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like okay. this movie actually, when it wanted to be like funny or when it wanted to have a line here or there, they were actually lines that made me laugh. Yeah. Good on them. It wasn't like Hobbs and Shaw where I was just cringing the whole time at every one joke they attempted to they make. They weren't just making like, you have a small penis. Well, you also have a small penis. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. We're both bald. The one thing that, that again, this is a point I'm going to go back to. If, you, if you're a Terminator fan, you're going to hate this. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie, I hated it. And for multiple reasons. I guess the first one is after he kills John Connor, he feels bad about it. So then he wants to start a family. Oh my God. Wasn't there that whole line in the first Terminator movie where he's like, it feels no remorse. Like it will yeah. kill you. It doesn't feel anything. All it is, is like, like it's just a computer. Yeah. They established that that won't happen. Right. And, also, it's, and it's not like it's a new model. It's a T 800. Yeah. From way back. That won't happen. That made no sense. That also, was stupid. It, it basically posits the idea that his personal AI has basically changed and adapted over time. But wouldn't his like operating system or whatever be based off of Skynet's AI, which uh, I never got the impression that any Terminator was independently operating. They were all part of like almost like a hive mind where it's just like, the Skynet system or Cyberdyne, whatever, is what is kind of making all of these things happen. But they are not operating independently from Skynet. So does that mean the Skynet AI would have allowed a Terminator the even possibility or ability to grow on its own? Or I guess are we supposed to believe that because he was left disconnected from everything that... Like, there is no Skynet, and there isn't, like, any of that. Like, 
I always took it as like they are their own. It's their own being. I didn't take it as like Skynet controls all of them. But I, I don't even but think necessarily I, it was a control thing. But like, but I would assume that Skynet wouldn't have designed them so they could think independently of themselves. Like right, I figured I, it would have to relate back to a central intelligence. Yeah, I mean we're getting into like now like the the jargon yeah. of what it, you know what is and isn't feasible in a made up scenario. But like I don't know, I I just believe, and I'm pretty sure it's been said that the way the Terminator is designed is that that does not happen. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't feel, and it doesn't become sentient to the point where it can act against its Skynet. Like, like here's yeah. the thing. Also, after it completed its mission, wouldn't Skynet just bring it back? But I guess the argument is that they stopped Skynet from ever being a thing, and he was just stranded back in time. But see, that's the thing. I I got the impression that they just sent another one back after the other the T one thousand got destroyed because they set up also that Skynet drops the Terminator where the target is right so why didn't you see it in t2 if if it was dropped in that timeline i think it was dropped after the t1000 failed to kill it but then in that case then wouldn't their mission have been failed anyways which means that judgment day would have happened regardless yeah because the timeline's fucked anyway like that's it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah dude <laughs> honestly that that first scene ruins an already convoluted timeline yeah, killing John Connor is the worst thing I've seen. Yeah, I think in a movie this whole year, <laughs> like, yeah, it dumb, killed me. It killed me. Fucking stupid. When when he died, I died inside. <laughs> <laughs> we all died in that same moment, and Skynet won. It was so. That's thing. It's not it. even Skynet now. It's Legion. Yeah, Legion. I feel like I heard that name as like a underground organization in a movie within like the last year or two. Probably, like, it's very generic. Like, yeah. Skynet was so cool. Yeah, I love. Also, my name is Sky, so there you go. I'm like into it. Yeah, I'm like fuck yeah, Skynet. One thing that I did like, and this wasn't really anything unique because they're they're just using the other one, uh, like old. They're pulling from old movies, but yeah, I love I love the Terminator music. Oh yeah, dude, it got me every time. Yeah, every <laughs> literally. I saw that movie on Thursday last week. I'm still doing it. Like today in the car, I was like tapping the. Well, like, dung, 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 dung. <laughs> also, it also I got an extra pop for it because um, there's a there's a wrestler Kenny Omega who's fucking awesome, and you go by like the cleaner in New Japan. His entrance music has like that dun 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 in mixed in with the music, and he does that in matches. Like he does that on and like fans clap to it because he would come out as like Terminator for matches sometimes. Like he would have actually I have a shirt of his and it's like the Terminator thing, but it's him. And it's like Kenny Omega the cleaner, and he would like have like a half cyborg face when he'd come out, and like <laughs> he would do like Terminator stuff like two people in matches. Mm-hmm. So like. That just gets me every time. So, like, it makes me think of him. It reminds me of the old movies. Like, yeah, yeah. it's a cheap pop, but it mm-hmm. gets me. Yeah, that's they pulled from another movie, so I can't really give them too many props for it, but I still, it got me. When I was in the theater, when the title card showed up, I was like, okay, cool. I'm into that. Yeah. All right, so I know we're not pleased with Arnold, or not even Arnold, but the Terminator in it, but, like, I wish he wasn't a Terminator. <laughs> I just yeah. wish he wasn't a T-800. It doesn't make sense. No, he but like he didn't even need to be not a Terminator. He could have just been a Terminator sent back in, in like this timeline. Like yeah, he could have been it, stranded. But the fact that he became sentient and all the decisions they make is stupid. But he could have been in the movie. Yeah, like he could have been in the movie as a Terminator, and it would have been fine. 
What they, if they what give if him funny was, lines with they play on it and they give him yeah. funny lines because of it? Like I like the drape stuff. Yeah, like that was all that funny. Was funny. That made me laugh. Like I told them they should have polka dots or stripes. Yeah, he's like they went with solid colors. It looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, this one man he wanted to install multicolored drape. No, it was single colored drapes in a child's bedroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, yeah, and I even like the stuff where it's just like, how does she like not notice you're like a four hundred something pound? And it's like we are not, we do, our relationship is not physical. Yeah, <laughs> but then like also he's like, I'm a good cook, I am honest, and I am very funny. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, he had some really good lines, and I liked his presence in the movie. Like nothing against his acting in the movie, nothing against yeah. the lines. It was just the decisions they made. I want to know, like, how about he was back there in time when the T1000 was there, but mm-hmm. then because. They killed the T-1000 or something like that. Skynet was destroyed, which means that he lost, like, his mission became nothing. So he was basically stranded Terminator on Earth with no purpose. That's what I'm then, thinking. Then maybe that's how he becomes, like, sentient or something like that. Because now but, he's he's basically been cut from, like, the main hub. Or yeah, yeah. Main so, intelligence something or like that. But See, that would make sense. But the fact of it that he like, feels remorse bec- for killing him... And that's the other thing. They give him like a motivation where it's like he feels bad for killing John Connor. So then he sends Sarah Connor text messages to try and give her purpose because he feels bad for her. Right. Doesn't make any fucking sense. He sends her coordinates for where other Terminators, I guess. But then how does he know where they're coming back from? Because it's I think he explains it as like, oh, it's like this and this, this anomaly, whatever. But like. How does he know? Because they're not coming back with the same technology. And that's another thing. They're not even coming back from the same like hive mind, if you want to call it that. It's not Skynet. No, it's, it's not Legion. Skynet. It's, it's a different Legion. thing now. But then why is it that Legion essentially designed the exact same thing that Skynet had designed? Like, what are the odds that it's like literally the same thing? And it's basically the same design of a T-1000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except in this, it's basically... A T-1000 is wrapped around a T-800, and they could separate from each other. That's basically the idea. They literally went, what if we combined both Terminators? (laughs) We took the Terminators in Terminator 2, made them both one. It's a Mm T-800 inside, and then an exoskeleton of a uh, T-1000. Yeah. That conceptually, that wouldn't have bothered me if everything else in the movie wasn't identical, <laughs> because yeah. because there's a lot of cool like I like the idea of like you're fighting one Terminator but you're actually fighting like two like it's one thing right. that can be in two places at the same time that's pretty cool yeah I just they're borrowing so much from the whole movie that, or from T two that I was kind of like oh, Jesus Christ yeah what are you doing to me right now now well, I I want to ask you one thing like sure so many of these movies are just like they can't think of every movie is. The good guy sent a Terminator back. The bad guy sent a Terminator back. Like, mm-hmm. why can't we do like? Why can't we do like something different? Why? Why can't we have something that's actually like? Well, the during first, the during first the resistance movie, or something. First, well, that's what Salvation was. Yeah, I know, but like, why can't they do it well? <laughs> well, that's a whole other story. Well, I don't know. Again, it goes back to they're literally just fucking hodgepodging this story together because the first ones, they sent a Terminator. We got to send a human. The second one was, they sent a Terminator, we're sending a Terminator. Mm -hmm. Now this one is, they sent a Terminator, we're going to send a human who's kind of like a Terminator. Yeah. So it's, they are literally just blending ideas. Yeah. But they're not making anything new. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know what to tell you, man. Oh, well, I mean, you want to talk about something like new, like what is new about this movie though? Because it's the same thing. It's a Terminator is sent back to protect a human because that human becomes the leader of the resistance. But you know what's crazy to me? Essentially, what they're saying is the events of T2 made it so that Skynet never becomes a thing. Yeah. How in the world does Danny surviving prevent Legion from ever becoming a thing? It doesn't. I I never took it as John Connor needed to survive so Skynet wouldn't become a thing. It was, but that's what they set it up as in this. Like the well, fact yeah, that I always thought it was because John Connor is the one that unites the people and he's the leader of the resistance against Skynet. Right, but what this movie is saying is that because they destroyed the arm and everything from the office, and like basically they're saying that the events of Judgment Day, them preventing Judgment Day from happening prevents Skynet from being born. So now something new comes along, Legion, because now you're almost working on a parallel timeline. So now in that <laughs> essence, basically their only goal was, all right, we killed this one robot, but that doesn't mean that they won't just send another one to a different time. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep going. Like, hey, they should have been done with the mission already. It's still not done. Okay, go back and send another one. Like, they can just keep sending them back <laughs> to the same exact time, too. Or if they were like, all right, we sent it too soon. Like, send it earlier. Kill her father. Kill her grandfather. Mm-hmm. Like, kill... You can just keep going back and back and back. Like, yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they saved nothing. Because that means... Their goal was like, we just need to protect you from this one instance where they sent back this this thing, this fucking RAV4. Yeah. And <laughs> RAV4. <laughs> and but then what there's they're basically saying is like, cool, now that that's done, you just wait around for the end of the world. And yeah, then, basically. And then when there's essentially only like a hundred humans left, like after they've launched all the nukes and everything, and there's only a few of you, then you'll get everyone together. And you'll live a miserable existence and you'll fight a war that at this point that we sent back fucking what's her name? Grace. They hadn't won the war. Yeah. So so for all they know, they're only saving her to eventually lose the war and all die anyways. (laughs) Their mission should have been to prevent the rise of Legion in the first place, not save somebody who at that point they have no idea if they're going to win. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what is the point? You, in terms of like military tactics, your, the tactical option should be to have sent somebody back <laughs> to assassinate a head of Legion or somebody who yeah, has a you, groundbreaking discovery that starts the AI. Scott, you don't get it, though. That movie hasn't been made yet. They couldn't mooch off that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. I'm going to have another drink. <laughs> but yeah, like it, the story is just... It makes no sense, and they're just mooching off T2. For me, like, again, I said, like, why can't we make, like, a good movie that takes place in the future or something? Because, like, Terminator is a cool franchise to make a movie out of, and it could be done really well, obviously, because T1 and T2 are awesome. But, like, the thing about it is, like, obviously, we don't live in the 80s or the 90s now. I think think T2 is 91, and I think Terminator is 84. Yeah. But, like, those movies were both revolutionary at that time, So, like, if your goal right now is to just, like, do things that they did, it's not going to be revolutionary now. It's just going to be you're, you're you know, doing stuff. I feel like for them to actually, like, make a hit Terminator movie, it has to be in the writing. 
you gotta yeah. you gotta come with a new script and you gotta come with something that is really smart and like really visceral and get back to the roots of like yeah this thing is is imposing and pretty frightening whereas now they're just going for cgi explosions and mooching off the like the nostalgia that's 100% and, and, and as long as they do that they're not going to make another good terminator movie well hopefully they don't make any more i would like another one if it was done well like well, do you agree with what the early reviews were saying about this being the best sequel since T2? No. What Do you think Rise of the Machines is better than this? I think this? Rise of the Machines is better than this one. Okay. I ha- I've only seen Rise of the Machines once a long time ago, so I honestly can't say. In the theater, like afterwards, once I put aside my Terminator uh, fandom. Oh, if you're going to do that, then yeah. I Yeah, I, had a, I was like, I think this is better better than the i'll say this it's definitely better than salvation was if you're going on a movie level of just a pure action movie level this is a better sequel than anything that has come since two so it's if you're ranking it that way it would be my list would be t2 terminator then dark fate if you're yeah. just doing it but if in the grand scheme of the whole terminator storyline and all that stuff yeah i like I like Rise of the Machines better than this because this shit's all over the my one of my favorite movies. <laughs> like that's fair. Yeah, good point. All right, cool. That's why that's why I felt like this review is hard to do because if you come at it as a, a like a critic judging it on just a movie, it's considerably better. Yeah, but if you come at it from a Terminator fan, it's horrible. Well, I think you're gonna find that in my grades. <laughs> okay. uh, do you got anything else on the movie itself, or you want to um, move to Tomato Tomato? No, I I don't. I don't really have much. I basically said everything. All, all my issues, for the most part, are in the CGI, and then all things that are fundamentally wrong with it on a Terminator level. Okay. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I actually felt like the acting was pretty decent. I like that the female characters were strong again, which is part of the course for a Terminator movie. Some of the action set pieces are good. I thought the acting was fine, and the movie made me laugh a little bit. So, like, really, like, it's not a bad movie. It's just if you like Terminator. I think you're going to have a lot of issues with it. Well, it causes a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. So why don't you go ahead and hit me with this fucking tomato tomato. Tomato, mm-hmm. the critics are bringing it in at a 69. Nice. Nice. It's hot. <laughs> 69. 69. And you go down on me while I go down on you too. <laughs> tomato, the audience... An 84. Wow. So we are talking a, a D plus to a B. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to go tomato, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go a little bit higher. Okay. I tried to take it away from the Terminator fandom at a certain point because right out the gate, it betrays what you love about Terminator. Yeah. So <laughs> I tried to subdue that. That uh, I, I don't think I was as pissed as you were by his death but i did it was like a what the fuck like why (laughs) yeah for me i was just like okay i guess that's what we're doing in this like we're just straight up fucking retconning everything i once i realized what they were doing i was just like all right take it as what it is i gave it a c minus okay i felt like uh like everything we said like it's not a horrible action movie it does some things to really kind of fuck with the the whole franchise mm-hmm. that i don't appreciate but there's some good laughs i liked some of the action set pieces i hated the cgi mm-hmm. but all in all like i definitely can't fail it i think i had i definitely liked it a lot better than i liked rambo 
Yeah. Like, yeah. it's better than Rambo. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of on par with, like, Hobbs and Shaw, and I wasn't crazy about Hobbs and Shaw either. I will say this. As a action movie, I like this movie more than Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's fine. I, I probably agree. It's just hard for me to say because they both aggravated me for very different reasons. I feel like you, you'll be surprised to know that I also gave this a tomato, and I also gave it a C-. minus. Nice! But matching i'm also gonna say this i came at it from the angle of an action movie yeah because i wanted to be consistent with how i've been grading movies on the show yeah because like i hated hobbs and shaw but i recognized that there were things that weren't that you know were fine about it right so i think i gave that a d plus this i'm giving a c minus because again as an action movie there is some good there this is a strong contender for a top bottom 10 duty for me Really? Because of how much because, it pissed you because, off about because Ter- when, yeah, when we get Terminator to, lore? When we're going to do our top 10 and bottom 10, that comes down to personal preference in movies, and I fucking hate this movie. Like, wow. I, I really hate this movie. That's impressive. I don't know if this would make my bottom 10, honestly. No, it would because of how much- I'll have I, to take a look. The Terminator fan of me hated this. Yeah, like, dude, I, I understand. But still, like, uh- I mean, I guess I got to look at my list because that's the thing with our duties is like we're doing theatrical release on the duties or I guess just specifically non Netflix Hulu movies. For me, I'm like, how could I possibly not put this in the bottom 10 when it's literally taking one of my favorite movies of all time and being like, hey, every time you watch this from now on, it's going to mean little to you. (laughs) Yeah. Like something that's beloved to you means shit now. I think every Terminator fan knows that there's only two Terminator movies. It should have just died there, I guess. Yeah. Even the third Terminator was a while after T2. Like Mm -hmm. a while. Like 10 years, maybe? Yeah, probably. I think it was was the early 2000s was when T uh, Terminator 3 came out. Yeah. So like some things are just better left untouched yeah sometimes dead's better <laughs> talking to you pet cemetery reboot you fucking dipshit <laughs> i hate that movie that's what i mean like there's some other movies that i'm like really hated dark phoenix is like but for the same reason where i'm like maybe if i graded that movie based on how it is as a movie i wouldn't have failed it lie but <laughs> because of the way it bastardized a story that i love i fucking hated it yeah so yeah like i see i definitely see where you're coming from i don't blame you at all (laughs) but i think this movie is better than dark phoenix still i think the movie is better than dark phoenix i still i can't believe they blasted john connor in the first moment of this movie it was funny though because like i had heard that edward ferland was gonna be in the movie so i was like oh man he's in this and they de-aged him like that's pretty cool and then yeah. it's, and i'm like oh no 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. come with me if you want to die <laughs> i blast you twice with the shotgun in i the almost chest. fucking threw the kids low main at the screen that was sitting Fuck. next to me <laughs> yeah dude ridiculous <laughs> well all right well good we talked about a movie we did not want to talk about but uh <laughs> You know, we got to put out episodes for these swampies. So we hope you guys appreciate what we've gone through for you. (laughs) I think this is the most I've sighed on an episode. I've just been in mid-thought. I'm like, (sighs) yeah, (laughs) I need to just stop talking right now. Yeah, dude, it's uh, it's been a pain. It's unfortunate, too, because like we've been having a real hot streak with some really good movies. Even Netflix movies have been good now. Like The King was good dolomite is my name is good like 
It El shot- Camino was good. El Camino was good, and then we got The Irishman. Like even Netflix is putting out really good movies right now, and there's a lot of good movies in theaters. So it's a little bit of a letdown to have a movie like this, but at least it wasn't a total failure in terms of the movie itself. Maybe what it did to its you know story and the originals is fucking dog shit. But <laughs> we're gonna be coming back to you guys with some some real heaters real soon, mm-hmm. or potential heaters, I guess, because we need to see these movies. Yeah, we don't know how we're going to... Potential... We got Doctor Sleep is getting some good buzz. Yeah. I'm so... The trailer played again last night. Or, or You're getting I, pumped? No, no, not for Doctor Sleep. Um, for, oh. for Honey Boy. Oh, yeah. I really want to see that. So, yeah. yeah, dude. We got some things we're looking forward to. We're hoping that for the rest of the year, we can just review movies we really liked. And then you guys get to know what to watch. Because I, th- I I like hearing from the Swampies sometimes. I say Swampies, but they were friends of mine before the podcast even happened. But mm-hmm. it's fun when I get like messages from people who like they listen to the show. And then they're like, hey, like cool. I saw you guys did this as an episode. I'm actually going to go see it tomorrow or whatever. Like I'm super stoked. Or sometimes they'll be like, hey, I listened to your episode. Now I want to go see the movie. So mm-hmm. I think what you said is perfect. If you're a Terminator fan, probably don't see this. But if you're just looking for like a you know decent action movie to go to, just to like kill some time and get some fucking popcorn, like it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what? We want to hear from all the Swampies, not just the Swampies who already know us, but we want to hear from new Swampies. So hit us up on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Go to our website, twodudesmoviereviews.com. If you're not into all the social media bullshit, you can contact us directly from there could also give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and get yourself entered to win some swag, baby. Pick up a swag bag. A bag of swag. Pick up the swag bag. I was just going to do it. <laughs> Go to dosemoviereviews.com. You can see written reviews, merch store. Get to the website. <laughs> get to the website. <laughs> and on that note, suck it, losers. 